Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right. What do we have for creeps this week? So Katie is on the I Love John Hershey tour and she does not care who knows it. What are your thoughts on this? Because everyone is freaking out. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. My thoughts are, well, first off, the more I look at John Hershey, he really just literally looks like a Hershey kiss man with (laughs) eyes, but that's just an entire side note. I don't know. On one hand, I'm like, whatever. If Katie's happy, like good for her, if she's really happy in a great relationship, but it really does feel so overly like like, you, you don't need to post about your relationship every single day. Like, even if, I don't care if you're in the honeymoon phase. I think she thinks that people care maybe still and want to keep seeing it, but I kind of don't. Like we said last episode, I don't know John Hershey. Like, aside from being like, okay, cool, glad she's happy in a relationship, I don't care what's going on with them. And what's unusual is like, so they're like in a Hallmark Christmas movie, and she mm-hmm. never was like that with Blake. And it's like what, there's such a vast difference between how she's acting with John Hershey versus Blake. And I did some creeping and on TikTok, she's saying some pretty shady shit. So people are questioning her on TikTok, basically like, why are you rubbing this relationship in everyone's faces? You know, why are you trying to convince us so much that you're in love? And she said, quote, that she's been pretty damn sad this entire year. And that this is quote, the first time she's felt happy. Someone else asked her, So you were never truly in love with Blake? And she doesn't flat out answer that question. She says, they were engaged for six months and just grew apart. So like, if I were Blake, I would be really pissed and really hurt. Like really hurt. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think now looking at it all, like hindsight's 2020, but do you think then she ended up picking Blake because he was the only one left on the show to pick? Because now that's kind of what it's seeming like. Yeah, I don't even know if I can analyze like what her thought process was then. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, yeah, she probably wanted to end up with someone because she knows that it comes with the whole media circus and the popularity and she doesn't want to leave the show alone. Yeah. But oh, and people have also talked too, they they do they pressure you to end up with someone. They don't like it when someone ends up single at the end of their season. Yeah, but she tells him she's in love with him when Justin's still there. Yeah, but who, who's Justin? No, I like, know. That but was like, not a real thing. But I feel like she fell in love. It's not like she had an epiphany at the end of the season and decided to choose Blake. Like she she mm-hmm. wanted Blake at least, at least 48 hours before they got engaged. Yeah, I guess. So she also said that fans of the show want a successful Bachelorette story, but then they forget that she's not the first one to end an engagement. And it's like, Katie, yeah, you're not the first one to end an engagement, but that's not what we're mad at you about. We're mad that you've completely moved on with someone from your season and you don't care that you're totally dragging Blake in the process. That's the difference. You can end an engagement and go date someone else. That is perfectly fine. People are mad about the speed in which that this has happened. The speed and the publicity of it all. Like you don't have to make this such a public, like I said, like a Hallmark Christmas movie. Someone's filming them. There's music. Mm -hmm. She's sharing comments from people that say that you're such a better fit. Like, why is that necessary? I know. I wonder, maybe, do you think something bad happened between her and Blake that there's like bad blood there or something? Like, it does seem like she's deliberately trying to put digs at him and he didn't do anything wrong as far as we know. 
from what I'm gathering from my creeping, no. She said that it's mutual and basically like she just got lucky and found someone before Blake. That's it. There's nothing more to it. But mm. furthermore, though, I kind of feel like Blake may be trying to retaliate. So I've been following him for several months and I feel like I kind of have an idea of the type of content he posts. He's not a guy that Mm -hmm. goes out and rages. He posts a lot about like animals and wildlife and he's a low key guy. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden this stuff happens with Katie and I'm literally seeing Instagram stories of Blake getting vodka poured into his mouth and he's getting so drunk and he's partying so hard that I literally watched the dude soak his body in a bubble bath because he had to get rid of his hangover. I'm literally trying to shake this hangover with a bath. Yeah, I'm taking a man bath. Like you might as well just be like, Katie, I'm partying. I'm having so much fun. But that to me is the normal response in a breakup. Like him? Yeah. Having a having a man to go go out and party and try to like prove to your ex how much fun you're having. Like, I don't know. I think he's doubling down a little hard with the man bath. Like he's like, in case you guys didn't see that girl pouring (laughs) vodka in my mouth, I am so hungover right now. I'm on Blake's side anyway. But Mm -hmm. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, why am I watching like 15 stories of this guy soaking in a bubble bath? I know it's literally like I feel like maybe not everyone did this sort of, but in high school, when you want it to be very clear that you're yes. hungover because it was like cool that you mm-hmm. were drinking. And- yeah. But it's funny because I really don't think Katie gives a shit. So it's no. all for nothing. Cl- very clearly, she does not um, give a shit about his feelings at all or what he's well, doing. His feelings, what he's doing. So Katie's spending her time with obviously John Hershey, but people that she's referring to now as the controversial crew. So the people in this controversial mm-hmm. crew are Katie and John, Anna, who said entertaining men for money, mm-hmm. that chick. Chasen, Chasen, Tammy. the guy that, wait, we need to describe them because okay. no one's going to remember them. Yeah. Chasen, the guy that referred to Tasha as a smoke show. Tammy, oh, I don't even know what season she's from. She was on Peter's season. That's what I thought. Um, and was but like involved in drama, but I can't think of like what the drama was. It was like yes. stupid. Yeah, she was just stuff. like a pot yeah. stirrer from Peter's season. yeah. And then Chris and Alana from Paradise. And I have yes. some thoughts. So like, because they've been making a lot of TikTok videos that gave themselves a fucking click name. But the only difference between everyone else and Katie and John is like th- everyone else's controversy is something that happened on the show, which was likely tied to some kind of production. And it's not 100% real. People are mad at Katie and John for something they did in real life to a person that they're continuously doing it to. Like, I just feel like, don't you feel like there's a difference? Yes, I do think there's a difference. Also, for people who haven't seen the TikToks, um, just to explain kind of what they're doing, you know the Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episode where they're like, "Mm, what you say? Iconic episode. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But they're doing that kind of trend, but putting the reasons why like Bachelor Nation hates them, like was engaged a month ago or... I don't what was like Chasen's was like calling them a smoke show yeah things like that dating Um, before the show yeah yeah yeah. and they really are forcing this narrative that like we're so controversial we're like hated in bachelor nation and to me it just comes off really like guys no one's actually thinking about you at (laughs) all like what are you even talking about you're not the most hated person in bachelor nation or controversial you never still exist guys you're not you're not the most (laughs) hated if jed's still around totally true they're like the land of misfit toys but they want to be the land of misfit toys like they so badly want to be bad yeah and again i only think the people that are bad are 
or I'm not even going to put John Hershey in it. I really do think it's more Katie than John Hershey. The only yeah. person that is actually controversial out of that group is Katie. Yeah. And like the, everyone's kind of rallying around her because I mean, not to hate on everyone else, but like, we just had to describe to you guys like who they were because you wouldn't have remembered if I just said their names. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're kind of all going around the bachelorette maybe to try to keep relevance. To stay relevant, to, to continue relevant. making TikToks with Kate. Well, cause as you see, I put another TikTok, uh, Anna Redmond did that trend where it's like, Stormy, you look like mommy, baby. And it was like, when all Bachelor Nation hates you. And she points to Katie. We don't have to go too deep into this, but like (laughs) Anna Redmond, the entertaining men for money girl, like she was on paradise and had no drama. So for her to say that like, she's someone that's hate, it's like being hated is all of a sudden cool. And everyone's trying to like- Right, because Katie's like- Because Katie's hated. So like, oh man, it's cool now. So I don't know. I mean, I think this is lame. I think Blake may be trying to show Katie that he's getting wasted by taking a man bath. And I think these people need to move on. Yes. They need to find their niche somewhere else, not in fake-hated Bachelor Nation land. And outside of a bath. Yes. Okay. I found out that Dale has officially unfollowed Claire. And I know this because I've been checking every single week since we've started this podcast because I wanted to be the first to announce this news. So- That is like the full end of this crazy saga that we've been on. How do you feel? I feel, well, first off, I'm so proud of you for really being so committed to this cause and checking every single week. Um, You're really doing the Lord's work. But I feel like now I know it's officially over. Like there were so many times where they were like breaking up, but then working on things and it was so messy. They were spotted together when they were supposed to be broken up, whatever it was. Now I'm like, okay, we will never hear about Claire and Dale being together. Actually, as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm like, that's not true. They're going to be together at some event and someone's going to talk about it, but I don't think they'll ever try to pursue anything romantically ever again. Yeah. But I don't even think they'll be at some event again. I could see them just like really trying to keep their distance. Like if they were at an event, I think they would be like Katie and Blake and they'd probably just steer clear of each other. Yeah. You know? Well, I feel I like don't... Dale would be the one going to events, not so much. I feel like right. Claire has kind of moved on with that phase. Do you think Dale is going to try to like- Paradise? Yeah, like paradise or just become more of like a- Okay, here, here's join what I'm the, to He say. could join the controversial crew. He, he could fits. join. He fits in. Well, because that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like people have talked about if you like quote unquote win the show, I'm mm-hmm. putting that in hard quotes because it's like, what does that even mean? But you become very isolated from the rest of- the contestants on the season and then the contestants from that season go on to actually have really close friendships a lot of them move to the same cities and they all hang out and stuff and then when you're the winner you're in this like new relationship and you're so isolated from the rest of the group do you think dale will now try to become friends with the guys you know he doesn't even know the guys she plucked him away from the season like dale didn't have a season he was on the show for 14 minutes and then she wanted to marry him I actually was just thinking who was on Dale's season and it's because no one was on Dale's season. It turned into Tasha's <laughs> season, you know? Right. For, yes. like, for real. I mean, no, that's such a good point. Yeah. He doesn't know point. those guys. He didn't he's spend like, like, like months in a house with them. Yeah. They're literally like strangers to him. Like Blake was on his season. Is that funny? Yeah. Like I don't even put them wild. in the same category. I think if ABC is smart, which they're not, but if they know what's good for them, they'll put Dale on paradise. He needs to. That is the type of, Again, I need the story. That is the type of drama I need to follow to be invested in paradise. Like, yes, I agree. Would you watch a Dale Bachelor season? Yeah, I like the story. Once I know the person and I'm invested, this is like a deep, twisted 
storyline now. It's not yeah. just a guy that broke up with someone. Him and Claire were just a shit show. And hell yeah, I would see I would see him as Bachelor. I don't think they'll make him the Bachelor. I think there are too many other good candidates now. Well, not you are Clayton. so hardcore, Blake, for <laughs> Bachelor. That <laughs> no, was your I mean, like, like way of sneakily throwing that in. I don't remember. You're Blake. manifesting it. <laughs> yeah, no. But I mean, everyone was like really into Rodney, and there's some guys from Michelle's season that people really seem to be into. So I, I just don't think I think Dale's too far gone. But I think he would make an amazing paradise cameo not Mm -hmm. not night one and then they have him walking down the beach like second episode Mm. yeah i need that manifesting that as well yeah throw that out into the universe all right so caitlin bristow randomly just shared on her instagram her original abc headshot from chris souls's season and Mm -hmm. she i mean she's come a long way the picture she looks like a little young 21 year old girl and now she's like a beautiful swan so it, it's a definite blast from the past but there's something that i was noticing in the comments that people kept flagging and that everyone's like wait did you only paint one hand of nails i saw that comment over and over and over and i looked she only has one hand painted oh my god can you wait. go look at it in real i need time? to look at it right now because the only thing you wrote was and something seems off so i'm like looking at this picture being like what's <laughs> off about this like it's Oh my God. Why is that? Oh, you know what? I should have fucking said, go look at the picture and and tell me what you find. Yeah. Because I was looking at it earlier, trying to figure out what what you're trying to talk about. And I could not figure out what was off about this picture. So what did she say? Did she only actually paint one hand or is this like a Photoshop mistake? It's either a Photoshop mistake or it's really bizarre lighting. Right. Like if it's shiny nails and then her other hand's not as reflective. I guess. Did you... Are you looking at it yet? I'm looking at it right now. Yes. It, it, walk me through your feelings. My feelings are like, this must be some sort of Photoshop error, like a mistake. But then I'm like, okay, what else are they Photoshopping on these photos? Are you kidding? Everything. Well, right. Yeah. But clearly not doing a good job. Yeah. I don't know. The jury's out on this one. If you're listening, go check out this photo and let us yeah, know. Yeah. Let us know. It's just silly. Really don't have anything else to say besides that, but I think I just wanted to it's share. It's funny. No. Yeah. A little fun. A little brain teaser. You know what? No, we've already told you. I was going to say, everyone listening, go look at the photo, but you already know what to look for. Right. And we reveal in the next episode. (laughs) You know what? How about this? You go look, then share with a friend Mm. and then see if they know and then report back. A little homework for everyone. That's fun. Okay. So I put this one in. Ashley and Jared have opened a coffee shop. This is how it's described by Ashley. It's a coffee shop slash at night wine martini bar in Rhode Island, in South Kingstown, Rhode Island. That's a lot I'm of just, different beverages. It is a lot, lot of different place. beverages. Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge is officially open. Blah, 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 blah. It's been a dream of Jared's to open up his own place like this, a cozy coffee shop turned martini wine bar at night. I mean, I think this is cool. I'm happy for them. I mean, everyone else is slapping their name onto something and endorsing a product. But to open up a business like this. How are they going from that influencer lifestyle where they just like do interviews and post things? And now they're like real workers. And I'm like, I don't see this for Ashley Iaconetti. Jared, maybe more so. Like, are they going to hire Nick Vial to be a busboy? Like, how how are they going to oh, manage should. this? I think there gets to be a point in every contestants life where they do have to start thinking about like okay what the fuck else are we gonna do with our lives people are going to stop caring about us at some point and I kind of feel this might be the turning point for Ashley and Jared to kind of be more low-key 
this feels very Dawson's Creaky to me. Like <laughs> Joey and Pacey are opening up a restaurant and they're just going to be a humble little family on the water. It's funny because I feel like they're still at not the height of their fame, but they're about to have a baby. Their popularity isn't going to be slowing down anytime soon. So it's, it's interesting timing for them to do this. I, it actually makes me like them a little bit more. This takes work, like physical labor. And even mm-hmm. if they're not going to be the busboying, if they have to go out and like interview people and, and get people to work and manage, I'm sure, in some way. So that is a lot of work. I don't know. I think it's interesting because if you could just be home making fab fit fun Instagram right. posts for a lot of money, you don't really need to do this. They're trying to set up a future, like they're having a baby. They know that like eventually like, sugar bear hair is going to go away and they need to fucking provide for their baby. Yeah, that's true. You can only ride the wave for so long. I'm surprised by this, but I support it. I'll, I'll come visit. Great. We have to go then. Sounds good. Before we get to Bachelor Encounters this week, which is so juicy, I need to tell you guys about Manscaped. So if you're holiday shopping for the man in your life and you want a gift that will jingle his balls, you need to check out Manscaped. They have a huge range of men's grooming products. My husband actually got a box of their products this weekend and was really impressed by it. So they have body hair trimmers, nose hair trimmers, ear trimmers, cologne infused body wash, shampoo conditioner. But I think the best product is by far the ball deodorant. Like, I feel like this is a gift people will give to people to be funny. And then it ends up being like the gift that keeps on giving. They also have products like anti-chafing boxers, ball spray toner, because apparently Balls need to be toned. It's 2021, people. We need to step things up. Basically, your man's balls are going to shine like the top of the Chrysler building. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know his little soldiers are in good hands. So give him the gift that will also benefit you this year and try Manscaped. You can use code SHESALLBATCH for 20% off your entire purchase, plus free shipping. That's SHESALLBATCH, all capital letters, 20% off, and free shipping. Okay, so we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters, and if you're new here, that's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor alum in the wild, and we read it on the show. So the first Bachelor Encounter today, we have someone that had a pretty awkward encounter with Ben Higgins. Oh. So a little, a little context. I got this DM because last week I was sharing an Instagram story about something Chad said last episode about Ben Higgins. Basically, he said that um, Ben broke character when he went on the Ben and Lauren show. So someone responded to that Instagram story and she wrote, well, he did yell at my friend once because she was drunk and eating his pistachios when he was giving her a ride home from a music festival. So yeah, I believe it. I'm like, (laughs) those details are so specific. (laughs) Like the pistachios killed me. (laughs) Yes. So basically she goes on to explain there was a music festival in Denver. This was like four years ago. She said his friend was into her friend and there's a group of them. Um, At one point, Ben was driving the group home and apparently her friend was drunk in the front seat eating his pistachios and he kept telling her to stop. He apparently had the shittiest old SUV, which is kind of cool of him to be honest. And my friend was drunk eating his pistachios and he kept telling her to stop. So like, I don't don't know. I kind of feel like... Justice for pistachio girl, because I have definitely been drunk at a bar before. And if someone orders food and it's next to me, like that's my food. I'm sorry. So I don't really think it's that crazy that a drunk girl is like trying to eat food out of someone else's car. It's funny to me though, that they're pistachios because well, honestly, we need to follow up and find out if they're the already like cracked pistachios or if they like have the shells, because 
eating pistachios can be like the messiest fucking food. And if wow. you're drunk oh. and in the front seat trying to like crack open pistachios <laughs> and drop, I'm just picturing this girl like making a fucking mess. So yeah. she maybe deserved to be on that. Right. I mean, in that case, we need clarification because in that case, I could, that's why Ben's probably mad. It's not like he has like an obsession with A passion with for pistachios yeah. that he needs yeah. to eat them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the, he does. But on the other hand, I'm thinking like, what's that phrase that they used to tell you in like elementary school? Like, don't eat it if you don't have enough for the class or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you don't have it for everyone, don't bring it to class or something. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you drive everyone home when you knew that you had pistachios in the car? Ripe for the picking. <laughs> You're and- acting as if it's like these pistachios <laughs> are this like... <laughs> Like some chocolate cake. It's like they're just fucking pistachios probably so sitting in the did, cup holder. Why, You're like, well, how dare you get people in the car with pistachios? Like, why not? I'm crying. Then why? Okay, then if they're not like chocolate cake, why was Ben acting like they're fucking made of gold? I think because she was making a fucking mess in the front seat. But I do believe that the whole narrative of Ben Higgins being not nearly as nice as he comes off and he's playing a character. I want I'm not like doubting that part of the what the story is implying, but I'm like, okay, you're a drunk girl in his front seat eating pistachios, like you're being so annoying. Yeah, but like also Ben, don't ever become an Uber driver, you know? Like everyone yeah. <laughs> I don't think he will. I think he's good. <laughs> yeah, but like I mean, if you're an Uber driver, everyone just like has <laughs> has free reign and they can do whatever they want in your car so, so like, you're saying he should have expected this because he was picking up drunk people from a music festival. yes yeah like don't offer to drive drunk people home if you're not willing to let them eat your pistachios okay you know enough <laughs> yeah. is enough enough is enough yeah be like a normal good driver and like take him through the drive-thru on yeah. before you take them home yeah. like let's get some mcdonald's up in here at, at the very least then hide the pistachios because if you can't share with everyone it's not fair. It's not right. <laughs> not fair. <laughs> pistachios. Ugh, I love pistachios. Final statement on the topic. I love pistachios. Same. Okay. Moving on. The next one, our next victim is Brendan, your fave person. <gasps> yes. And this is some, some dirty, dirty details. So oh, no. Okay. So, yeah. Well, oh yes. Someone submitted one of my closest friends is friends with Brendan and his family. Right after Tasha's season ended, she went to a wedding for someone in his family and he was there at the wedding. She asked him if he'd do paradise and why he went on the season. He told her he had zero interest in paradise and bachelor nation and only went on the season for clout. He had no interest in Claire or Tasha. And she asked him why he wouldn't do paradise. And he told her he had every intention of getting back together with his ex-wife. Oh my so, God. <laughs> shady. I thought it was a little crazy that he said he had no interest in Tasha when like he went all the way to the final four. I don't know. It just seemed pretty shady of him to be talking like that. I think he was playing a role the whole season. He's someone who like literally prepared notes beforehand and didn't get caught because he, mm. I think, played all the right cards. Even the timing of his exit, like it was right before deciding who's going to fantasy suites and he is like, oh, I'm too broken. I need to remove myself. It's like, because I always say if I were to go on the show, like the perfect way to exit, I think is right before hometown. So that's my personal opinion. It's like, I don't want to get my family involved. I don't want to go to the fantasy suites and like have to talk about that on TV. But it sounds like you have notes mapped out as well, Jackie. I do. do. That's why they're not putting me on the show because I'm too prepared. But um, I think he had mapped out 
because he said himself home. Like Taisha was still really into him, and he's like, "No, actually, it's my time to go. I'm too broken. I'm not ready." to take this step with you. And it's like, all right, well, if you weren't ready, like what the fuck were you doing for the whole rest of the show before? It checks yeah. out that he's saying he wasn't interested. In, well, we knew, we know he wasn't interested in Claire, but right. I mean, it makes sense that he's not, he also wasn't interested in Tasha. but I think it's funny that he said he had zero interest in paradise and wanted to get back, back with his ex-wife. Someone better tell Piper. I know. Yeah, seriously. Just Piper know about this. And, but also too, if he was going on for clout, why would he not go on to paradise? I mean, it, eventually, obviously he did. And it was right. exposed that he went on to paradise for clout. Right. So I guess yeah. it all does check out, but yeah. yeah so maybe he got over his ex-wife. There's zero shock in this bachelor encounter. It's just interesting that he actually is as much as, as much of a douche as we thought he was. Yeah. Like it's, it's good to hear it from the horse's mouth himself because like well, we're all thinking it the horse's mouth <laughs> it's <laughs> horse's not mouth actually the horse's mouth. friend through like, your dms yeah, so yeah there friend, are a couple yeah. it's all speculation we don't know what the horse's true. mouth like four removed yeah that's the same final thoughts on brendan just that um i like getting this confirmation of the type of person that we had thought that he is and piper watch out for his ex-wife oh shit and you've you've hated Brendan since day one. Yeah. Like you've he's like your he's on your list. He's like your Jed. Yeah. Okay. Last week I said that I had two Jeff submissions, but we only ended up getting to one. So mm-hmm. I have the second one here. Basically, this girl, um, she was friends with two girls who were sisters, and both of the <laughs> sisters like apparently had some kind of romantic past with Jeff, but that's kind of irrelevant she was friends with them and then she had a falling out with them they separated went their own separate ways and then she decided that she changed up her hairstyle and she wanted to do quote-unquote skunk hair which is basically when like your hair is dark brown and then there's like a chunk in the front that's bleach blonde and she basically got cyber bullied by the two sisters and jeff like they all collectively cyber bullied her so Uh, She said, they were all commenting on my picture, saying rude things about my new hair and saying I was such a copycat because one of the sisters had skunk Uh, hair. That is so mean to comment on someone's photo of like their new hair and (laughs) say mean things about it. Like keep that to yourself. She did say she like, I felt really bad for her. She said, I was so embarrassed. I immediately deleted the picture and I cried my eyes out. So that was like so fucked up. She said, I never met Jeff, wasn't following him, and he wasn't following her, yet he sought out my Instagram picture just to cyberbully me. Like Jeff must feel as strongly about skunk hair as Ben feels about pistachios. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it. Okay, cyberbullying is just mean in general. Like, and the fact that the girl would comment something rude about her hair on her picture is just mean. But why is Jeff also commenting (laughs) about the fucking hair? Why would he care? whose hair is what (laughs) yeah why do you care whose hair who's wearing skunk hair jeff she didn't say what they said right no because she deleted it so she doesn't even have record of it but one detail that we kind of glossed over that i asked her about i was like wait you kind of just grazed over the fact that both sisters hooked up with jeff and like what are they like a weird threesome why were they like all together cyberbullying you so she said to my knowledge both sisters had slept with him prior to him going on the show I'm assuming he was hanging out with the older sister. This is the one that had the skunk hair. (laughs) Because why else would he seek out my Instagram page? Like their comments were minutes apart. So what I think happened is original skunk hair girl. Original skunk hair girl. Like I'm going to call our our submitter copycat skunk hair girl. Not because I think you copied, but like 
in this story, you are the second one. So I think original mm-hmm. Skunk Hair Girl was pissed and then she got Jeff with 1F to team up because she wanted to show copycat Skunk Hair Girl that like, that's not cool. And that Skunk Hair is her thing. That's what I think went down. Yeah, like, regardless, it's just like so fucking, like who does that these days? Well, I don't nice. think it's these days. I'm getting what I'm gathering. But yeah, was it before he was on the show? So right. this is like, like this is like 1984, basically, because he went on the show Emily's season. Yeah, that was 2012. Yeah, so 1984, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was a long time ago. It doesn't take away well, from so, the like, fact to that to put it, it in context, like Instagram had just come out. That's true, and that was back when like your Instagram was like weird. Like yeah, it was it like a different weird, thing. Yeah, rainy pictures. Mm-hmm. Would take like a picture artsy, of like a, hipster. Like being a yeah. hipster was the thing to right. try to be, and yeah, yeah, and like you should be able to put out any type of hair that you're currently wearing on your Instagram without being cyberbullied by Jeff. So yeah, that's just like so insane to me, and just like yeah, immature. Like how old are we, people? I would love to know what he actually said. Like, what do you say? That's not your hair. Okay, Jeff, I don't like your hair. Do you see the hair that you had on Emily's season? It's like 10 feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Also, I just, who thinks they have ownership over a hairstyle? Like, hello? What are your thoughts on skunk hair? Well, so when I, when you first said skunk hair, I was like, what I pictured in my mind was like, not what it ended up being. And in my mind, I'm like, that is kind of strange maybe not my vibe but then I googled skunk hair and I'm like oh I could see how that like looks cute like on a more edgy style I'm like oh I've seen people with hair like this before it's like not I guess in 2012 skunk hair wasn't as common so original skunk hair girl felt like that was her thing yeah did you google skunk hair do you know what it looks like I'm looking at it right now okay although what I'm looking at is like it's like current and I I have a feeling this is not what what she was doing but i don't know what she was doing right so well yeah because this kind of hair in 2012 was like not a thing so I, yeah that makes sense yeah they all look trendy and modern yeah so i mean going off of our last bachelor encounter submission about jeff last week par for the course who knows yeah you know? and that's all the bachelor encounters we have for this week if you have an interesting story with a bachelor alumni please dm me at she's all batch and we may include it in a future episode Okay, before we get to our interview, I want to take a minute and tell you guys about my favorite adult party game for the girls. So I'm getting together with my high school girlfriends at the end of the month for a girls night in, and I'm so excited because I'm going to bring this game. I haven't seen my friends in a while, and I just know this game will keep the party going. So there's truth or dare, challenges, confessions, superlatives, just the most fun. Also, with the holidays coming up, this makes for the perfect last minute gift. If you have a niece in college, a sister who's going to a bachelorette party, or just a hilarious cousin, For the Girls is the perfect present. And you can get 20% off if you use code She's All Batch on Amazon.com. That's She's All Batch, all capital letters, on Amazon.com. Don't sleep on this deal, you guys. I would not steer you wrong. So our interview today is with Kerpa from Colton Season, and it's very good timing because... Colton's documentary just came out on Netflix and she spilled the hottest tea. I know I say that every single week, but when I tell you that my jaw was on the floor with some of the things she admitted to. And she spilled tea so quickly. I feel like she just came prepared, ready to talk about the things that we wanted to talk about. And like your mouth is going to be burned because you're drinking the hot tea so quickly. (laughs) I like that metaphor. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Let's get into it. Carpa, we're so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. 
Of course. Um, you were on Colton season and his coming out Colton <laughs> documentary just released. Have you seen it? I haven't, but my dad was watching it last night and like texting me as he's watching and he's like, oh my gosh, like he, he was obsessed with it and really into it. So I guess I have to watch it now. <laughs> what was your reaction to hearing that Colton had come out? Was that something that you guys had even considered while you were on the show with him? It was something that some of the girls had talked about briefly just because we thought it was a little strange the way he interacted with some of us and we like a lot of us weren't feeling a connection so we always like thought well maybe it's a possibility but then when he ended up picking Cassie we we're like okay we were totally off with what we were thinking but then yeah <laughs> right so people were talking about it on the show um it was like after we had uh finished filming and okay. so the girls were like talking amongst themselves Okay. Um, so how was your reaction when, um, when it, when the news did break though, did you reconnect with some of the other cast members and what was the reaction? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it. We were like, Oh, well, did you see the news? And all of us were really supportive. I think because it had been such a long time since we had finished filming, like we were all over that part of it and we're like, okay, well, yeah, he's getting to be his authentic self. Like good for him. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Well, going back to your time on the season, you came in fifth. So like you went the distance. Yeah. Um, but one of your big storylines, you were kind of, um, you had some issues with Cassie and Kaylin and you really felt strongly that they weren't there for the right reasons. And you actually approached Colton about it. Was that something like you felt or was that something producers kind of pushed? It was something producers really pushed. Definitely the girls talked about it after Katie had heard some of that stuff going on mm -hmm. and brought it to our attention. Of course, the girls were talking about it after and then the producers are listening to everything. So of course they wanted to make that part of the storyline. Okay. When you say Katie was heard them talking about it, is are you referring to like the, the incident on the bus that yes. was discussed in the Women Tell All? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you shed some light on the bus story? Yeah, I, I didn't hear it, and I don't even know if I was on that bus uh, for that group date or whatever they had just come from, but apparently Katie was sitting near them and had heard them talking about, I guess, wanting to go to, like, parties and get, like, brand deals and all this stuff, and she was, like, a little concerned hearing them talk about that instead of, like, making a connection with Colton so she brought it up and that's when everything just spiraled. Right. And like, apparently there was something about them wanting, one of them wanting to be the bachelorette. Yes. Yes. That also. Which I believe, I think Kaylin wanted to be the bachelorette. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I thought it was funny at the women tell all, um, Katie called Kaylin out and said, one of the things was, um, sliding into Dean's DMS, which is kind of funny because like, clearly she probably did. That was funny. Um, so again, you came in fifth. You were eliminated right before hometown dates. Yes. Um, did you think you were going to get a hometown date? No. At that point, because I knew he had stronger relationships with the other women, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going home. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, I might as well try and like right. see. And yeah, no. I had a feeling because when it was down to Cassie and I on that like after the group day, after Heather sent herself home and it was just Cassie and I, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, Cassie's going to stay. It's my time to leave. <laughs> right. I wanted to ask about that because that was, I. the details are fuzzy because it was a while ago, but so you were on a date with Colton. W was it a two-on-one? It was you and Cassie and then Kaylin came in to interrupt it at some point? Yes. Yeah, so it, it 
it had started as a group date and I think it was so it was Heather and then Hannah G and Cassie and I and Hannah got the rose Heather self-eliminated and then he had mm-hmm. to pick between Cassie and I and then Kaylin showed up to walks in yeah Okay, I'm always curious about the times when like someone shows up in a place that they're not supposed to be and kind of how that's all orchestrated behind the scenes. Can you like shed more light on all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely production. She -hmm. wouldn't have been able to get there without them. Right, right. Because she didn't know where we were. So they drove (laughs) her over. But Cassie and I had literally no idea that was going to happen. So when you see us totally shocked, it's because we were like, what the fuck is she doing here? they always like to make someone surprised. Like, so the fact that you're saying that you and, and Cassie were totally surprised, but it, everyone else knows that uh, Kaylin's showing up. So it's funny that they like to get that authentic reaction though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were sent home right before hometown dates. Did producers ever make you feel like you could have gotten a hometown date? Yes, I think there were probably seven or eight of us. And they ask all of us at that point, like, if you are to go to hometowns, like, what would you want to do? They, I think they even called my family and one of my friends to ask, like, to like start setting up a hometown date just in case it was like going to happen. Right. Cause they probably have to set up like eight hometown dates in the exactly. chance that, cause it's literally the next week. Yeah. That I always wonder yeah. that too. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 So they just have to be prepared. I think it's mm-hmm. part setting up, but it's also, they want to let people down too. Oh yeah. Like they they want to make sure you're building up and like, Oh, I'm going to get a hometown date. They already called my family. And then. You yeah. Know. They want that big reaction when you don't get it. <laughs> they want the tears and the drama. Right. Um, so we're all about exposing kind of like overly produced moments. What would you say is the most, something that you saw on TV that didn't happen at all the way it was shown? Definitely the Cassie thing with her and I, the confrontation. It, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, the first time we talked about it on that date, but it wasn't like dramatic enough. So we had to redo it. <laughs> oh, what? Damn, that's... Wait, please tell us more. So it happened in real time. And then what did they say? It happened in real time, but I guess I wasn't like assertive enough. And I let, I'm not a confrontational person. I hate that. So I had brought it up like, hey, the girls had heard this and we brought it to Colton's attention. So maybe he'll say something to you like heads up. And so she was like a little bit like thrown off and upset. But then that's not what you guys saw. You saw after Colton and I, we had our like quick one-on-one time on that date and he was forced to ask me about it. And I was like, you do you, you're a big boy. You can figure out, like make your own decisions. And so they made him bring it up with Cassie and the fight you guys saw is when she's coming back from her time with him after he had just like, was like, what the hell? This is what I'm hearing and made her cry. And that's like when she was all riled up we had to do it again. Okay. Wow. That may be my favorite little drop of tea we've gotten on this (laughs) podcast so far. I love hearing that stuff. That's so funny. Did you ever consider going to paradise? Um, I, they did ask and I went through like the testing or whatever, but I guess I wasn't needed for whatever storyline that they had in (laughs) mind. So didn't work out, but that's okay. And wasn't there something with you? Didn't you get stitches or something? I did. What happened with that? So in Thailand, we had just gotten there. There weren't any cameras rolling, so they didn't get it. But Uh we were just taking like selfies. It was like a beautiful sunset. 
and I slipped on a rock and totally ate shit, busted my chin. Oh my God. And had to go get stitches. And then they just didn't feel like, like explaining it. You just randomly had stitches. I know. I was like, you couldn't have put like a little something because they put it on YouTube or something like after the fact, but I was like, you couldn't put that in. It just looks like I'm trying to cover a zit or something weird on my chin with this yeah. massive bandaid. Oh my God. I was going to ask like, how much of the time would you say is like not on camera or where there's no cameras around? Very little time. Okay. A lot, a lot of times, even if you're not, if there's not a camera on you, you're hooked up to a mic. So they're listening yeah. Do they hook you guys up when you're like traveling and stuff? I guess that, no. those I feel like are, are usually the things where like things come out. They're like, this was set on, on the bus or like going from point A to point B. So that's when you guys are not really hooked up. Yeah. 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 Like if it's a short bus ride, we'll stay um, mic'd. But during like airplane rides or like dark days right. when they're not filming, we're, we're not hooked up. Okay. Throughout the season, did everyone know it was going to be Cassie or was he kind of like interested in other people? It was pretty obvious, but I, and probably some of the other girls, I thought Hannah G had a really good shot. So for Mm -hmm. me, it was either going to be Cassie or Hannah G at the end. Okay. But I wasn't sure. Okay. And did you feel like you could have, like when you first came on the show, did you want it to be Colton? I was open to anyone. He wasn't someone that I had said. I think I had said Jason when they had asked me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, when I found out it was Colton, I was like, okay, like I'm open to it. I If we have a connection, awesome. Right. We, we didn't, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's funny that you're saying like you didn't have a connection, but like you literally almost went to the final four. I think I just got along really well with the producers and I was ethnic. So that kind of helped in my favor. But I think even in his book, he mentioned like he wanted to send me home pretty early on. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He wasn't interested. Oh, man. <laughs> that's that's a very nice Colton. Jeez. Um, so tell us about your life now. Um, I just quit my job recently. And <laughs> yeah, my friend Gabby and I are, we just bought a little trailer and we're going to go travel around the country. Oh my God. That's so fun. Yeah. So just trying to be more present and do things that make me happy. Oh, I love that. And where can people find you? Like, uh, plug your socials and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my Instagram, Kerpasudic, that's where I post most of the time, but, um, Gabby and I will be starting a YouTube channel, hopefully at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I will look out for that. That's so much fun. And good luck to you on your little road trip. That's, that's, I wish I could do that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're really excited. Cool. Well, thank you for chatting with us tonight. Um, We're so excited that you were able to spill some tea. Yes. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, Kerpa. Bye. And that's our show for this week. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please remember to follow She's All Batch on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And you can follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. Don't forget to buy your man something from Manscaped for this holiday season. And when you do, remember to use code She's All Batch for 20% off and free shipping. Also, thank you to our other sponsor for the girls. Bye, bitches. Bye.